Oh yeah, I play music. Uh, I play like, a couple of instruments. Uh, have you ever thought about any playing any instruments? Uh, yes. I, when I was young, I was, but you know, like what? I got older, I was gonna play. You know, learn how to. I was gonna go and take um, guitar lessons. Oh yeah. Mm. I'm, I still probably will when I get time. Yeah. You know, but mostly I, I, I DJ. I, you know, I've been DJing for forty years. Whoa, so, that's, that's a career. That's two careers. Yeah, that's older than me. Yes, it gets fun. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to go back to so I can do some fundraisers, you know, for, okay. for the community. Do some uh, kids, you know, giveaways at schools. Mm-hmm. Try to stop bullying and violence, you know. So that's what I do with that. I do a comic book and stuff of that nature, but I don't draw comics. I just create the characters and then give it to somebody else. And they draw it. Yeah, that's what's okay. up. Because you can't do everything. You know, nah, you, you gotta you make do a everything. Team. Nobody, no, nobody never makes money. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> so that's why you know I um, try to work at try to create uh, opportunities for everybody else. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Hello and welcome to the show. This is your hostess, Simply CC, with our co-host David Martin and our special guest uh, Henderson Vaughn. Yes, Henderson Vaughn, Mr. Vaughn, mm. is a radio show host with yes. the same studio out of WODU. Yeah. He's in here, at like, as much as we're in here, he's in there. He's doing interviews, like, right. working with the community. Right. So we finally got him for an interview. Oh, right. So man. happy about this. Whoop. <laughs> 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 whoop, 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 yeah. So um, is, is radio, the only, radio the only thing you do? Well, no. It's just one of the, it's one of the things I do to uh, I got back into doing this because I wanted to, you know, give the voice to the community because everything that we have now on radio locally is coming out of California or New, New York. York. Yeah. And nobody knows what's going on in your own back door. I mean, you mm-hmm. see it on the news, right. but it's, you know, in our community it's usually negativity mm-hmm. and you know, you're trying to say where's the positiveness? Right. Uh, you know, the positivity that our young people are doing. And, you know, you want to shine a light on, you know, people like you. You're the, you're the future generation. Mm-hmm. And right. we need to be able to support that and show that our young people are, are, are doing things that are positive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you asked me to be, you know, to, to be a you know, guest on your show, I really appreciate that. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Is that your favorite part of your job? Being able to reach to the community and stuff like that? Well, uh, yeah, well, t- you know, being able to bring people that may not get the exposure, right. mm-hmm. uh, you know, like in this in this season and stuff, you got a, l- a lot of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, is trying to, you know, branch out and say, hey, I, I want to do something to uh, leave a legacy for my family. Right. Uh, I want my kids to grow up to not just being dependent on a nine to five, but creating their own right income so it's important for you know to motivate and uh to to ins you know to also inspire you know when you you know like this this inspires me because y'all came and asked me to be here you didn't have to do it right you could have walked out the door and walked past me and got a number of professors or uh, students as myself to do this interview but you know it's it's it's, it shows that y'all are doing the things that Need to be, ex, you know, be exposed to the to the right. community. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, yeah, um, we we do that with. Um, 
outreach to the community try to yeah. get people on the show yeah. to help them because we we have similar goals when it comes to that right. because for um a lot of artists they may have an interview but the interview they have to travel to but we're right here so all you have to do is say hey can i come on the show we'll have you on the show we'll talk to you all we right. want to do is find out who you are so that you can have like background and have some type of thing to refer back to once you make it and take off yeah so it's the art to everything you know this is the art you know, so when you look at it as communication, you're communication, uh, communicating with people, uh, and and you're getting to know them. Mm-hmm. It's a lost. I call it a lost art because at, I'm 67 years old. Right. When I was growing up, you know, and and back in 60 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, our community used to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Today we don't. They talk. don't do that. <laughs> uh, you know, you stay right next door. I stay in an apartment complex don't now. Don't know your neighbors. I got eight people that stay in my building. I don't know none of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I speak to them, right. but you know, when when you're in a community, when when you know, when you're in a community with your mom and dad, and you stand next door in a community, mm-hmm. and you're able to sit and get, get to know people, you're invited over to their house, or you're invited over to their house. Mm-hmm. Right. You grew up with kids, you know, you grow up mm-hmm. with a, in a family environment. But today it's like a lot of single families and right. and mm-hmm. people, you know, are subject not to want to speak because they I don't want you knowing in my business. True. Mm-hmm. And uh, kids sometimes, you know, get left behind because parents are like, I don't want you talking to that person, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then when you go to school, you know, you, you're kind of like, I know when I went to school, I was kind of like quiet. Right. You know, I didn't really talk to a lot of kids, you know, the people in my class. So, you know, when you... Um, but when I'm at home with my brothers and sisters or, you know, I'll go visit uh, my relatives in North Carolina, mm-hmm. right. you know, then you... you Break you, out of your chair. Yeah, mm-hmm. you play out, you know, you really have fun. Right. But like I tell, uh, when I talk to people and let them know about my childhood and when growing up, all my friends used to protect me. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you, they're like, yo, see him, don't let nobody... They'll tell their friends. Yeah. Like, don't let nobody bother him. Yeah. Because you know, I was like, probably about... 80 pounds <laughs> you know but you know it was all good you know I, you know like today you know people are so 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 eager to bully people and stand right. around and watch people bully mm-hmm. I, I couldn't and then do the that and social media doesn't help with them oh, being no. behind the screen yeah yeah so you know you get to as you grow older you know you know as i got older and then got married and have kids mm-hmm. you know i've got seven kids so i've been blessed to be able to have seven kids that you know went through high school right. and mm-hmm. seven in college or graduated you know, my son and his wife my one of my oldest sons is, is uh is him and his wife is a principal down in virginia beach mm-hmm. oh, that's what's up. yeah and my one of my next youngest son, he's down in Florida. He you know, and his 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 wife got a print company, mm-hmm. and he went to college and uh, got a master's in um, accounting, mm-hmm. and he works in one of the largest clubs down there. You know, he went back to the club. <laughs> <laughs> it's too stressful, too stressful yeah. to be an accountant. Uh, go back to the club, but he works in one of the largest clubs in 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 in, in Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where all the celebrities come. That's, mm, that's, that's good. You know, he he met he met the guy that uh, owned Amazon. He oh. wrote, he waited on his table. He gave him his card, and they talked. He told him, "So you know, you know, you never need something. Give me a call." Yeah. You know, the, the club that he uh, works in. You know, this week it'll be it's gonna be crazy in bananas. You know, mm. the after party for all the football team. 
Mm. Oh, that's oh, the Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be in Miami, Florida. It's going to be in Miami, Florida. So they will be at, his, at the club that he That is cool. That is so awesome. So has this always been a passion for you, like working up in the coast on the radio station and stuff like that? Well, uh, what got me started, I guess, when I was a child, my sister, uh, she was in a group in New York, and she was a model. And uh, when she used to come home, you know, she would, you know, back then with the, you know, with the little radios and, you Mm -hmm. know, the little cassette players, and she let me listen to her music. And, uh, you know, and I started listening to music, and I just... Listen to all the music. I would learn the whole CD. Yeah. Right. You know, especially Marvin Gaye. You know, <laughs> Tammy yeah. Terrell. You know, stuff, you know, Marvin Gaye back then. Johnny Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, Al Green. Stuff like that. I listen. I just... Al Green, the favorite of mine. Right oh, now. yeah. You already know. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. he... If I'm not mistaken, I think he even went to Narco. What? what? Wait. Yeah. Where's my phone? I actually yeah, want to yeah, know yeah, for that. Yeah, you got to look that one up right Yeah, yeah you got to look that up. I think Because they don't promote that. They should. No, they, they don't. A lot of people yeah, came through here, though. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. You got a lot of pe- celebrities here. D.L. Higley, he's from Portugal. Oh, that's I did know that. You know, oh, and uh, uh, what's the other comedian? Uh, the female. Uh, Wanda Sykes. So we from, let it see. Okay. She's from Portsmouth. So one day on Facebook, I made a post. I said, so what about those people, like big time people we walk around that we wouldn't even know? Right. Like that's the type of celebrity you want to be. You want to yeah. be big time and still come to your hometown and be able to walk around the city. Yeah. Right. And nobody know. Like they'll be like, oh, you look like so-and-so. Yeah. And they may actually be them. Right. right. That, that's what yeah. you would want. So you got a lot of people around that uh, are from this area in, in, in Norfolk. You know, uh, when I, I've been in the club business for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um and some of the, all this, most of the celebrities that are the number one celebrities was in my club. Right. You know, you name it, they've been there. They performed or hung out in there. Football players, basketball players, foot, you know, mm-hmm. the whole gamut, you know. I met uh, when I was at, I ran a club called uh, Club Royal Blue on Little Creek Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where Mr. Yelly was in my talent show hmm. back then. Uh, another guy named Vince Priestin, he's a sax player, he's out in. Las Vegas now. He was on tour for 20 years mm. with Gladys Knight. Hey. Wow, Gladys Knight. Oh he was God. a personal sax player. That's for 20 good. Years. And uh, uh, the protege of Marvin Gaye, um, um, his name is Cecil Jenkins. Mm-hmm. He's from Norfolk. And he, Marvin Gaye, he was a backup dancer for Marvin Gaye. Right. And before Marvin Gaye passed, uh, he took him under his wing to teach him to be a pro you know to sing Mm -hmm. and now he sings out in las vegas he's you know he's out there with the uh uh, marvin gaye's family and stuff he even sung at marvin gaye's funeral oh my god and he also went to uh richmond to get the uh uh the uh old um old song of the south changed that he that they changed Mm -hmm. it you know like a old southern song yeah. I'll just call it old southern song. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, got, he got it changed to another another uh, song that they now use for the national uh, for Virginia. Right. Uh, ah. But you got you know like uh, Bruce Smith, who played he he graduated from Booker T Washington. Mm-hmm. He you know he played for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, before he retired, he was playing for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. He's a Hall of Famer or high you know Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. and he's. Uh, also, uh, uh, you know, he's a builder now. He builds and he's looking to build a hotel down in Virginia Beach. He was down there with the city council this week 
I propose him to do that right along with For- Pharrell Williams. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Pharrell, yeah. You know, he's, he's doing, doing something in the now. water, and he's supposed to build, uh, they haven't broke ground on it yet, he's building a hotel. And he also, hopefully, if they pass the, you know, give uh the bill, he's going to build a, a movie theater here. I mean, a, a movie studio. Oh, oh. in Virginia Beach, yeah. Okay, so, so it'll actually be like a big time studio. Yeah, yeah. Finally, okay. it's a big thing. Finally, let people honestly like, understand like Virginia. Like Virginia is such like a historical place. Don't nobody like really care about it as much as they should. Right. right. When they yeah. first came here, they came to Virginia. You know, what I'm saying? I feel like they should recognize it more. And, mm-hmm. I, and I feel like it should be way more popular than like let's say New York or California or right. like. No, I feel like but we're not a city. People. Like we're in the South. New York yeah. and stuff is like the fast pace. Oh, I want to be just like the newest trend type thing. But we're right. not trendy. We're the South. We're kind of like. But we, we, we should have that though. But, but I, I just feel like we should because of the history of this place. Yeah. Stuff like that. We, we, it's historical. Like Virginia Beach. The Virginia Beach is the largest city in Virginia. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the largest city. You know, well they're they're coming up. You know, doing things now to try to bring more. Uh, exposure to Virginia, like right. you know, casino gambling. Mm-hmm. You know that'll bring more tourists in. You know, in Portsmouth, if they build one here, they're also trying to build one in, in Norfolk as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but the area is rich in 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 in. And that's artists, a lot of great talents you know. too. Like it's it's yeah. so much talent here; they don't make any sense. Yeah, and a lot of talent, like Ruth Brown. She's from Portsmouth. Right. You know, she's a a, a, ble- a blues singer, and her her brother used to have a. Uh, uh, a barbershop is uh, Benny West on High Street. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Ruth Brown's brother. So you got, you know, like Dionne Warwick. She's from, uh, that's Whitney Houston, aunt. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, I mean, uh, Whitney Houston, uh, her, her aunt is from Newport News. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, so you got great, great, talented people uh, that's been here. And some of the legends, um, uh, uh, Lenny Guest, uh, Lenny Guest Ruckers. You know, from Norfolk, you know, they recorded a lot of, you know, artists that was locally here that became national, you know, nationally known. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, a lot of people here, that, you know, you know, like uh, Nicole Ray. Uh, she's from Portsmouth, mm-hmm. you know, that Missy Elliott produced as well. So we have we have the talent, you know, gifted people here. It's just that they be overlooked. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, try to keep that. Like, that's what you have to do. You know, like the things you're doing now, the talk show. Mm-hmm. So you, they get the exposure. They get the exposure. They, you know. and they, the, 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 everybody talent. There's so many talented people that can come on the show and get their yeah. exposed. Right. But oh, but I heard you on this show. I want you to come out here and do a show. And I thought like that right there is gonna yeah. really set everybody into motion. Yeah, yeah. So you got, I mean, you got from comedians to you know um, graphic designs, graphic designs, art, rappers, you know, so yeah. musicians, singers, yeah. yeah. You got, them, you got them all, you, you know, fashion, you know, people that design clothes. I'm coming out with a new line of my, because I don't like selling my artwork. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, I, you know, it's only one, you know, I don't paint different, you know, I just paint <laughs> one, and it's like, no, I don't <laughs> That's my I'm, baby. I'm not, I yeah, that's my, my project. Yeah. So what I'm doing now, I got with this company that's online, mm-hmm. and they're around the world, mm-hmm. and they, you know. Do they with, do prints? They do prints. Okay. I got, I got jewelry coming out with my you know with some of my artwork oh, uh, I got uh, some of my paintings on clothing mm-hmm. that's coming out I'm designing I'm gonna design shoes you know okay. tennis uh, you know uh, right. high-end tennis is you know with the company that's out of Italy you know so it's a lot of things that you can do to, you know but it takes and require uh, patience mm-hmm. of course yeah. you know some people give up because they think it's you know it's done overnight and it's not no you know? Uh-huh. 
Others yeah. done overnight. Yeah. So yeah. when you know, like when you're doing, like you're doing a talk show, you're doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you never know. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. The more exposure you get. Right. You know. So like, uh, like uh, you know, I I applaud. I like you know see young people do things. Right. You know, because I want it. It's like. You know, I, at the time, I didn't get to do it, you know. But like right. I tell people, podcast is not new. I've been doing no. this. Oh, nice. My podcast started way back in 2000-something. Yeah. Right. You know, and I, I, I was doing it back then. I had a computer ever since uh, when Tammy, the Tammy uh, country, you know, through Radio Shack. You uh, know, okay. when it was uh, uh, when it was dial-up with AOL. <laughs> it wasn't, no, you know, you had to dial-up. Yeah. You know, and I just canceled my AOL back in 2002 or 2003. Uh-huh. So when I cancel it, the guy said, I want to say congratulations. And I'm like, huh? hmm? congratulations for what? He said, because you're one of the oldest persons that still use dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say thank you because you're one of the first that mm. signed up. That's oh. how long, you know, I was one of the first that signed up. And he said, we well, hate to lose you. They should they have offered get- you free service. Yeah, Shoot. that's what they did. But I invested in this company called Hello World. Oh. Out in California, right. that I, I, you know, invested in, and I, I flew out there. Well, I was in Las Vegas, and I flew out there with this technology in 2002 mm-hmm. to, to explore the company and to, uh, you know, to see what they was doing. Mm-hmm. And they're the one that started the video. I mean, there's a lot of companies, but they was more one of the more advanced right. because you could take and do videos. You could send vid- email videos mm-hmm. and everything. And they also, you know, uh, came out with that. And, um, you know, I was, you know, was, I was fascinated. I was doing live broadcasts then, you oh. know, podcasts. And I did my, I had my own video show even before it was on, even before it was on the internet. Right. You know, I mean, MTV was on. It was mostly television where they was on. Mm-hmm. But I was doing videos because, you know, I, I figured out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, then I was getting in heap of trouble. But when I put up the <laughs> disclosure, you know, you're going to get legally sued because I play all the licensing fees. Right. Yeah. You know, licensing fees, I, they get royalties when I play their music. So it's just a lot of work. You know, it's right. just, it just takes time. But, you know, I'm getting ready to launch uh, in March. I'm getting ready to launch my own uh, Vaughn Digital Media Network, mm-hmm. you know, oh, podcasting, uh, radio, and television mm-hmm. uh, network, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm uh, partnering with a color, you know, AM stations that do uh, a gospel show and uh, the other station TV for local, you know, um, TV shows mm-hmm. and, and a lot of things. So I, I applaud because I want young people to be a part of that so that they can get the exposure, the experience to be able to be behind the cameras, but most of all, be in front of the cameras. True. Well. Mm-hmm. You don't have to always be not on camera, mm-hmm. you know, to do right. what what needs, re- you know, to be uh, required to be a talk show host and right. to be mm-hmm. able to, because the more experience you get, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 got a, I got the ex- uh, exposure when I was about nine years old mm-hmm. uh, in Mid-City in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Well, it was... Uh, um, it was they was doing a white sale at J.C. Penney's, mm-hmm. and I think it was W W H I H, it was a white station, and they was doing a live remote, and they was right at the entrance. So when I walked in, while they was he was waiting to get back on live, right. mm-hmm. while they was playing music, he said, "Hey, would you like to be on the radio?" And I was like, "Shoot, yeah, I my mom, I was." <laughs> Say your name 
and I'm going to say we're, you know, we're broadcasting, and I want you to, before I close, I want you to say at J.C. Penney's, like that. Right. So the guy said, we are back. This is WHIH broadcasting live from Mid-City and Mid-City Shopping Center. It's the white sale going on. If you come in there, you get a discount on all your all your, all your your linen. And I got a special guest. And, uh, sir, what is your name? <laughs> froze up. You know, yeah, froze up because he put the mic. Because he was talking to me without the mic. He, uh. said, he said, you know, say your name. I say, uh, 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 Henderson. He said, what are you doing up here in Mid-City? I said, I'm with my mom. Only <laughs> you know. Right. And he said, okay. Well, there you have it. We got the white sale on going on, and he's up here with his mother. And she's gonna be. Are you gonna be buying something today? And she said, Yeah, come up here to you know check out the sale. And he said, Well, we're broadcasting live, and this is WHIH, you know, broadcasting live, and we're broadcasting. He put the mic. I said, I said, J C. Pennies from J C. Pennies in Mid City. He said, Thanks, you did a very good job. Oh, <laughs> that was sweet. You know, so I, you know, by being nervous and. Like I always did, you know, when I being inquisitive. So right. you know, with me listening to music, and you know, as I as I got older, I began to you know study music. Right. And then when I was about nineteen, mm-hmm. I went out, you know, going to clubs. Right. And then they didn't have clubs. Like you would go to the uh, like a, a recreation center, All right. mm-hmm. or a a like a a, a hall or something. Mm-hmm. You know, Shriners Hall. Uh, nice of Columbia or something like that. So I went to a, a hall, a short Schumann Hall on 21st Street, mm-hmm. and uh, with my friends, we all went out. So the guy was like, and it was a guy in the name Bob Fields, and he was like, man, he was the place was packed, and he was talking on the mic, and his, you know, he had three other DJs, and they were doing everybody, you know, take turns. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I want to learn how to do that. Right. You know, so I, when he got a break, I said, excuse me, can I ask you a question? I said, uh, how do you learn to do that? He said, well, you know, it takes a lot of work, you know. I said, uh, you know, I want to learn how to do that. He said, if you want to learn, I'll teach you. Mm-hmm. I'll show, I'll tell you what to do. You know, all you got to do is practice, mm-hmm. you know. And I learned how to do it, you know, following him. And uh, he was one of the number one DJs. In this area, I mean, he right. passed away several years ago. Uh, he was he was called Mr. Magic, you know, Bob Disco Fields. If you ever saw the uh, Superfly movie, uh, I seen that. You seen that? Uh-huh. He had a car just like that. Mm. The car was like over, it was like eighty or hundred thousand dollars back in the seventies, just like the in Superfly. The, I mean, this gonna cost something. And in the seventies, he had a phone in it. Ah, see, he, he, he had a phone. Right? <laughs> he had a phone, but back then the phones were like you pay like two thousand or three thousand dollars. What? It wasn't a it wasn't a port. You know, it was like a house phone, right. but yeah. it was in the car. Wow. He had that in the car, man. And he was he was real famous in this area. You know, anywhere he went, mm-hmm. you you didn't get there, you didn't get in. Right. That's mm-hmm. how it would be a line out the door, and uh, you know I you know got to work with him and. You know, did things with him. He was a, you know, very good gentleman. Um, he, you know, helped a lot of people in the area. You know, the Broadway on, uh, if you ever heard of that club, the mm-hmm. Broadway club on Virginia Beach Boulevard. He ran that club for a number of years and uh, is still there today, you know. So he helped a lot of, you know, DJs uh, mm-hmm. to learn the skill, uh, to learn to be able to talk on a mic. 
it's a little different when you're DJing. You got to hype the crowd up. You know, right. get them in the mood to dance. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, there's Shirley over there. Hey, Shirley, how you doing? This is, you know, you're jamming at the Broadway. Let's, you know, everybody throw their hands up and all this. <laughs> you know, so it's a lot of fun when you get to do it. You right. get to, uh, me, with my experience, I've entertained probably over a million people mm-hmm. in the nightclubs in this area. I've played in four of the, I played in four to five of the number one clubs mm-hmm. in this area for over over five to eight years. Mm. And Picasso's, which we own, uh, my brother, Dr. Vaughn, uh, out of Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. We are from Portsmouth, and we owned that club for 14 years. I opened it up for the guy we purchased it from, mm-hmm. and uh, with that in two, it was like 16 years that we, you know, I worked at that club. And I worked at the, a club called the Heartbreak Cafe, which was an all-white club. Mm. And I was one of May, maybe one of a few blacks that ever played at a white club. So how was um, that experience? It was great. I loved. It. I love. I love white music. You know, mm-hmm. I love all genres music of music. Is, okay. music but music. The, the crowd, you know, it was great. You know, they was they was friendly. Yeah. I would right. play the club. I would play the crowds anywhere from a hundred to eighteen hundred people mm-hmm. on, a, on in one night. You know, so and that's seven nights, uh, six nights a week in Picasso's, six nights a week, uh, Club Royal Blue, mm-hmm. six nights a week, main event over here off Collie mm-hmm. Avenue. That's a, it's a, a spaghetti, re- uh, uh, it's an Italian restaurant now. Mm-hmm. We entertain people there seven nights a week, the only club in the area that's ever done that. Right. Seven nights a week, we were open and, and packed. So yeah. that's like your day job. No, that's my night. That's, that, you know, that's your night, night. <laughs> yeah, night job. Yeah, night job. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's fun because you get to meet a lot of people. Yeah, you get to meet celebrities. You get to have fun. I I had an opportunity at um, Club Royal Blue, mm-hmm. uh, rerun, run from uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 the, uh, the show that used to come on where rerun used to do the rerun dance. Um, he he came there, and he also came. I was doing a gospel. I used to do gospel mm-hmm. uh, when I. Graduated from broadcasting school in New York. I came back and applied, and and I was here for a couple of days to see my kids before I went back. I had mm-hmm. a job interview in New York waiting on me, and uh, the guy called me before I, you know, just when I was leaving a couple of days, and I went in for the interview, and he said, you know, when can you start? Mm-hmm. I said, when can you start? When you need me? He said, how about tomorrow? Hey, and that was uh, that was W Z A M A M A on the A M dial eleven ten. It was 50,000 waters. You could be hearing from here to Florida, mm-hmm. all the way down to Miami. Uh, it, it depended on the direction, you right. know, all the way up to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. In another direction, you can go on the West Coast, or, or almost out there to Washington State. Mm-hmm. You know, with sunrise to sunset. So when the sun goes down, we have to lower the frequency right. down because we would block a radio station in Richmond. So, you know, when you do all these things, you get the opportunities. You know, God bless you to be able to, to be in positions to meet some of the most famous celebrities in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, Prince even came to our club in Picasso's. Word. Uh, the, the mo- he was one of the most famous, as well as Jay-Z mm-hmm. wow. performed at our club. It was bananas. We had 75 police out there that night. It wasn't <laughs> a problem. It was so many people. Yeah. Uh, like you see something in the water with crowd. Yeah, the, the police out there yeah. was chilling. Yeah, but the it, it was it was it was it was it was so many people. It yeah. was like over five to eight thousand people. Right on the beach. 
And in the area. This is in You're talking about the club? Yeah. If you know what Newtown you know what Newtown Road is? Yeah. And Virginia Beach. And the club used to be over there on a shopping center, which they turned. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's why they had seventy five police. But I told them I had sit down and talk to the you know, the captain, but somewhere some some of the miscommunications they lost, they dropped the ball. And uh, they didn't have the police that I said, you have to close off the street. We can't close it off the shopping center. Right. right. And they and the people just came in the shopping center. The shopping center was packed. Shopping center across the street. They parked in the neighborhoods. Mm. It was a line out there that was unbearable. I mean, yeah. nobody started it. It was just so many people. Yeah. Right. And they, they, they filmed it. It was on Nightline. Mm-hmm. It went on to be on HBO, Showtime, and Cinemax. Mm. You know, that he was there. So it went nationwide, mm. you know, with him being there. I mean, anybody from Usher, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Timbaland, oh, yeah, like you them. know, Magoo, they, they performed in it with all seven of their groups, mm-hmm. you know, um, you name it. Uh, uh, from um, Butcher Carter used to come on Sunday nights. Um, uh, most of the foot, um, football players, they used to hang out. Mm. On Sunday nights, uh, Michael Vick used to hang there. He's mm. from here. Yeah, he's from here. He's from here. Around the corner. Yeah, yeah, he's from here. You didn't know that? I really didn't know oh, that. Oh man! Yeah, so he... like my freshman year in high school here yeah. was when I, it was either freshman year or like transitioning yeah. from middle school. But he got into all that trouble behind the dogs. Oh yeah, yeah the and dog that fight. Was, that yeah, that I was remember here. That. That's when you realize he he still has a home yeah. here somewhere. Wow, I, yeah. I did not know yeah. that. And I'm a Michael Vick fan now. He played for the no, the Falcons, the yeah. Eagles, the Steelers. Yeah, when he signed, he signed with the Falcons. He was the highest paid quarterback in the history of the NFL. Ooh. He had like $150,000, million. What was that say? Yeah, he got like 25 or 30 million just to sign as a yeah. signing bonus. Wow. That's how bad he was. Yeah. He's a bad, he was He's a bad from man. from here. Right. I didn't, I didn't know Around that. Around the corner yeah. from here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people from here. Right, something new every day. You know, yeah. Sweet Pete, before he passed away. He got, I've heard about him before. He was from Norfolk. Yeah. You know, he, he was a golden glove. He won in the Olympics. Then went on to be the uh, middle lightweight, you know, pound for pound, yeah, boxer. You know, unfortunately, he passed away last year. He got hit by a car crossing the street. Out of all the ways to die, he was a boxer, (laughs) Johnny Stone. Yeah. A car took it out. Yeah. Yeah. He was a nice guy. Life is precious. Yeah. You never know. Um, Okay, so with all of those experiences and all the people you've interacted with, how have you stayed so humble? Like you record well, because it, it, it's it's not about me. It's about the future generations. It's about right. you. Mm. You know, if I get an ego about what God has allowed me to do, allowed me to see, and allowed me to experience, then I wouldn't have an opportunity to sit here with you. Right. Mm. I wouldn't have had the opportunity for you to invite me on your talk show. Right. And this is the first interview I've done with any, well, second interview I, mm. I've done with for anybody. People ask me all the time. Mm-hmm. Even people like, let me do a documentary of your life. And I'm like, no, nah, not right now. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about, you know, the, try to, to change the, the, the frequency of our, you know, what's going on in our community. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so where can they find you online? Well, I'm pretty sweet. What is wrong? There we go. Cool. Well, I guess we can keep the conversation. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Lost my train of thought. Well, uh, what can they find on social, your social media? On social media, they can find me on Facebook. Um, they can type in Henderson Vaughn, my name, mm-hmm. or I got several uh, business pages uh, like uh, 
but they can also find me uh, the best of the 757 community talk show because it's all about the community the local community you know um frequency distribution uh-huh. is that, you know it's for to change the consciousness of our future generation to bring in and play positive music from spoken word rap uh r&b uh-huh. uh, gospel you know inspirational and to promote local artists right. you know in the community to get the exposure that they need mm-hmm. um, uh, for the music that they're trying to put out there for our, you know, next generation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like I tell people, you know, you, you may not be, I'm rich in many things, you know, and money may not be one of them, right. but I'm rich because I got seven kids. Uh, yeah. I'm, rich because <laughs> I, I'm rich because I got 14 grandkids. Hey. And I just had a granddaughter born this, this month on the, uh, I think it was the 11th. Mm. of this month and I have also last year I had a great great granddaughter born mm. to my Ooh. grandson who's in the Marines and his wife his, his fiance is in the Marines mm-hmm. so when you see the opportunity to to have a legacy uh, and, and keep keep it going you know I want the, you, it's not that you should be selfish and you should want that for everybody mm-hmm. you know you want that for for you know I have two daughters I have five sons mm-hmm. you know you want that for everybody. You right. know, you want kids to grow up and say, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. You know, I was blessed as, I was in a special education class. What? I wow. stayed in a special education class till I was 17 years old. Wow, you were number one. What was that? the reason you know, for that, though? That um, then, you know, that's another story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's another story in itself. Uh, but I had a teacher named Miss Darden mm-hmm. and a Miss Overton. And they well, told, you know, in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. And they told me, say, look, I don't know why they put you in special Ain't education nothing wrong class, with you. but what I'm going to do is if you do the work, I will promise to work to get you out. And that was Miss Overton was the first one. Right. So I said, yes, ma'am, I'll do it. I was about nine years old. Oh, okay. I mean, about, no, when they put me in, they took me out of the third grade. So I failed the first, the first time. Then I passed to the second, uh, third grade. And then they took me out of the third grade, put me in the special education class. Mm-hmm. And that's when she said, I don't know why they put you in here. Right. And, uh, but if you do the work. So when I was about nine or 10, I was doing, I was doing ninth grade math. Mm. You know, I can do it in my head. Yeah. So when, you know, I could spell words and I would spell them three times away. So when we had a spelling test, I spell them forward and then I would practice spelling them backwards. Oh, mm-hmm. Then I would mix them up, you know, I'll just, you know, write them down and mix mm-hmm. them up in my head. Right. So, like, I would remember, I could, I could look at the uh, the uh, list of words. There was mm-hmm. 30 or 50 words. I could look at them and remember them in the, in the, in the, in the alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then I would, how to learn them, I would, in my mind, rearrange them. Mm-hmm. So when we had a spelling test, we had to stand up. Mm-hmm. We would not always sit down and write it. We would stand up and she would call them at random. So I would learn how to, to remember. It's like a spelling bee. Yeah. Yeah, they do yeah. that. Yeah, so we had to learn it that way. In math, you know, I would do just keep practicing math. I'll learn all all the multiplications, math, subtracting, and dividing. You know, you know, if, you know, 10 times 10 is 100. You know, uh, 10 times 11 is going to be, you know, 110. 110. Or 10 times 12 is going to be 112. So you go down and listen. You do that every night. Mm-hmm. You will learn it, and it just come natural. Right. You know, so I learned, but I moved. So, you know, she said, there's nothing I can do because your mom, tra- you're moving out of the area, so I won't be able to get you. So when I mm-hmm. got to George Peabody, 
on South and Green Street in, in Portsmouth. Oh, so I, you know, the lady said, you know, I would do work, and they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> so you did this work before? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not really. You know, she said, you know, because oh, I was getting all A's. Um. And she said, I'm going to ask you something. If I can get you to get a talk to the teacher and go into another class, would you like to do that? And I said, yes. So she went and asked the teacher, and it was like, I would go in a seventh grade class. Mm -hmm. And I go in there, she said, no, you can't tell anybody. <laughs> Just take your books and sneak out. Yeah. And right. go in the next class. But don't tell nobody, not don't tell anybody in that class either. Mm -hmm. So I would go in that class maybe every other day or two or three times a week right. and do work. So the teacher over there was like, you know, she would tell her kids like, this guy's not even in the class every day. He's getting A's and B's. And y'all in my class every day. You know. So my teacher said, Look, I'm gonna tell you, you know, how your mother come to the school. So she talked to my mother and she said, Look. You need to go down to the school board and get him tested. Mm -hmm. he, he's not supposed to be in a special education class. Mm -mm. And, um, I, and so my mother asked me, so what do you want me to do? I said, what are you going to tell him? She told you you can't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so you were going down to just say, no, I don't, don't, I don't want you to, you know, no, don't do it. Yeah. I don't mind, you know, uh, you know, being in here, you know. And then I would get in trouble helping, you know, kids with their work. Why? Oh, wow. You know, so uh, the kids like, because I don't like nobody. I want everybody to, to win. So, yeah, you, know, you don't so want anybody like, to fail. You know, they're like, can you help me out? You know, that's okay. Give, just give me your paper. Or you <laughs> right? would give them the answers. Oh, wow. That's different. It's quicker. That's not helping. It's quicker. <laughs> it's way, it's way yeah, quicker. It's quicker. Yeah. That's how it's quicker like trying to teach them. Yeah, yeah trying to help them out. That's A, B, W, X, Y, Z. But what I would do is. I wouldn't, I said, you can't get an A because you're not A student or B student. Right. Mm -hmm. So I ain't going to get them all right because the teacher know you didn't do it. Right. So I'll miss three or four of them that on purpose. Yeah. So they can get a C or a D. Yeah. Because you know, that's then, the grade that they usually get right. anyway. So, yeah. So huh. I got caught. That's <laughs> funny. And I got punished for it. But back then, but they, would, they, yeah. would, they would punish you in school. So the teacher. So, wait, would they actually like hit you, like, you and know, like pop, pop, pop? You to come up. They no pop, pop, pop. They took the ruler. A ruler or, <coughs> excuse me, or uh, um, one one of the sticks. You know, you know those things. You know when you used to play uh, the the paddle ball. The paddle ball. The paddle ball. Oh wow! And you hold your hand out, you get fifteen to twenty licks. Times it's are so cool. different. And you don't. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Times are so and, different. And you, if yeah. you jerk your they hand can't back, do that here. If you you jerk, you're gonna jail. get five more. You get five you're more. Go to jail. So that's, um, no, that's crazy. You know, so she said, "That's what you get for helping people with their work. They're not learning anything." Right. Uh, I, I, I understand. Know I, understand. Yeah. I understand. I just don't want them. You know, because you, you don't want them to fail. I don't want them to fail. I don't. I don't like to see people get sad. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm sensitive like that. You know, if you if if I know that I know that you're trying your hardest, right. I But I can't help you while you're in class. I can right. you know go with you or show you how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's just simple. You know, but if I, you know, you're trying to pass right then, mm -hmm. I ain't got no choice. I ain't got no choice. <laughs> so I'll do it for a couple of people. I'm like, why you tell the teacher I did it? You know, you made me get, you know. Yeah. I'm not doing it no more. Yeah. She told me if I do it again, I'm going to get sent to the office. I can't get sent to the office. Oh, yeah. Because the paddling is okay. But yeah. when you get home, it ain't. You know, oh, it ain't no more paddle. <laughs> no paddle. It's, it's, it's a belt, switch, stitching, yeah. cord, all, yeah. all that. My dad used to go out to the woods. Get us. Get we stayed by woods where we were. Right. And you go out there and pull one of those Take trees off the. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and trust me. 
Like my dad, he he made me go get my own switch from the backyard. Yeah. If I came back with a little flimsy stick, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. it's gonna be ten times worse. Now. Yeah. I had to reach out for, I had a man like, I got for the good stick. Yeah. Now. He gonna go out here and pick a stick himself, and it's gonna be old. Oh, yeah. Man. See, my mm. brother used to get slick. He used to put on two pair of pants. <laughs> no. My dad got caught on to that one. Not having it and take those pants off. Man, I, I, I take my clothes, a shirt, everything, yeah, socks, yeah. everything. Yeah, but it, it's it's discipline. It's not. It doesn't hurt you. I yeah. mean, when and I you t- don't do it again. Yeah, you, you, you don't. I want- did. I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I cut the one. I yeah. I, I got in a fight one time at school with a guy. I mean, not that I was fighting him. We right. was playing, and I keep telling people I'm real fast, but they didn't right. believe they don't me. Believe. So they rushed me, right. and my you know I, I called it my spirit. <laughs> My spirit tells me to turn and I can catch you. And I caught him and I went down and picked him up by his pants leg. Wow. And I picked him straight up in the air <laughs> and I dumped him on his head. Oh, wow. And he was like, whoa, you gotta break my neck. Uh-huh. I said, no, I told you. Y'all, it was Don't two guys me. against me. Right. Y'all hit me and they punching me hard as they can. Yeah. And I don't mind that. But right. y'all won't give me, a, y'all won't play in fair. Yeah. So he's just like, oh, you, and that principal came back and said, hey, look. Then I tell y'all to stop cross-playing. Right. If I come back in, I'm sending y'all to the office, and you're going to get something home. And I'm like, oh, no, you can hit me all you want to. I just <laughs> stood there let him punch me. Yeah. Right. You know, and, they, and, they, and my classmates were like, why you keep hitting it? You see, he ain't going to fight you back. You know, but I stood there and took the lick. So yeah, it was a, a two-by-four stand right there. Oh. And he picked it up and gave it to me like, I dare you to take it. I dare you to hit me with it. And my mind said, you need to go in and crack him on the head. <laughs> but, and the other, and the other part of my my brain was saying, don't don't do it, don't do it, because if it. you get sent home, your mama ain't my gonna mom have it. <laughs> and you can't run from mom. Oh, oh, no. ain't no running. You you stay there, right? she, she, she'll get you eventually. Yeah. You can run. You but he only did it that one time. Yeah. I, I understand that. I like it wasn't intentional. Right. You know, I don't I don't do anything to hurt people. What you do you know. mean? The, them fighting you wasn't well. It, well, like, we I were playing. Know. We was hearts playing. So they didn't intend to but hurt he, you, right? No, but you know, just right. take. We, you know, boys just be boys. We you know, know. Just, just hearts playing. Do. You know, but it's just because he tried to sneak in, sneak up on me. That's what right. the and when is. and what happened in my instincts said turn That's around it. and I did it real fast. I did less than right. three seconds. I wasn't thinking about it. I was just following your instincts. Right. Following my instincts, yeah. but you know. I hurt him, so I got what I deserved. Right. And I, he, you know, he, he he felt better. You know, it, <laughs> it didn't bo- it didn't really bother me. It was just yeah. that it was embarrassing. You know, yeah. I was about thirteen then, about twelve or thirteen. Right. It was embarrassing to me because you know he's my classmate. Yeah. I'm not gonna fight. I don't fight people. I don't fight people. Yeah. Because if I fight you, I'm gonna hurt you. Oh, right. Yeah. And then as I grew older, I, when I was about twenty or twenty-one, I started taking martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, but I had to stop. But I would have, you know, I, I, I took it for over nine months. But the teacher, would he was going to give me my black belt in, in about a year and a half. Yeah. And they said I was real fast. Yeah. Well, that's what martial arts, uh, uh, taekwondo, right. you mm-hmm. know, and I could kick. I could go all the way down to the floor mm-hmm. and jump up in almost, you know, right. jump over your head. Mm-hmm. You know, I could kick anything. If you held your hand up like this, right. uh, and uh, people, I would kick sticks out of their hand. I said, right. just hold it that much. And I could kick it out of your hand. Mm-hmm. You know, flying kicks. You know, you know, it's just different, uh, different techniques right. that you learn. So when you learn martial arts, you learn. You know, it's the, it's the mental, uh, um, the, uh, mental techniques that you learn that somebody hits you, you don't really feel it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and you know I can you know when you learn techniques in martial arts you, I can kill you with my hands right you know I can just hit you you know because you know the spot yeah it's, it's like you got pressure points there's over yeah. 400 some pressure points in your body and I don't it's not really a lot of people think martial arts is you gotta be strong right. now I can just take my thumb and pressure you in your stomach right here right. And, 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 and knock the wind out of you oh, yeah. I can take my fist like this and turn it and hit you over your heart and make you heart almost stop. have a heart attack and you'll pass out yeah. <clears throat> or hit you on your ears and you know, mm-hmm. cause your ears to you know get air in it and, right. and make it drop to the floor. There's so many different techniques, you know, mm-hmm. when you learn them. You know, but it's not about hurting. It's about martial arts is more like a spiritual journey that you learn that you can protect yourself, mm-hmm. but at the same time you can also teach people things that, that you know that violence is not the answer. Mm-hmm. I, I never fought anybody in anger. You know, I protected more people with the things that I know. And everything is an art form, you know. Like my sons and them, I taught them how to play chess. Mm-hmm. So they all chess players. I love you know, chess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, chess, you have to think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the head. It's strategy. You got to have six to seven or more moves up before your opponent. Mm-hmm. My sons play our world in, in the chess. They're, they're sanctioned mm-hmm. in, in tournaments. My my uh, One of my sons, he played for Bayside. He won about 12 trophies. Mm-hmm. He won about eight first place trophies. He had, was offered a scholarship to, to go to college in Florida, but he turned it down to go to to um, Lynchburg, and he and, and became a teacher. Uh, okay. You know, and he's a, he's a principal, you know, and stuff of that nature. So, you know, you get gifts. You know, you know that's why when it comes to young people, you know, such as yourself, it's, it's great to see. You know, you're doing great things. You know, so you want to encourage that. You want to, you want to motivate, you know, saying, hey, don't give up because somebody said you can't do something. Right. Most of the time, the people that are telling you that are, is because they don't understand they have the same gifts. Mm-hmm. They think that you're the only one, so they're going to bully you not to use them. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you, they thought about it, you got the same gifts. You just right. don't use them. Mm-hmm. You know, you use them for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, I've worked, I, I probably employed over 3,000 people in my career as, as a, a DJ, as a, a manager of a club. Um, like I said, it's, it's about what you can give back to the community because we all are on a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I tell people when you look at the, you look at it, you're on a ball that spins around with nothing holding it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you're out here arguing every day. No reason no, to. No reason to. You know, so. All right. So where can they find you online? Well, they can find me on Facebook as Henderson Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Also, they can type in on um, uh, Twitter, uh, Captain85. Uh, on Instagram, I think it's DreamMaker. Okay. You know, so it's, you know, I'm all over the place. You know, right. so I hope that they uh, enjoy the little talk I did. Yeah, right. this yeah. is cool. I guess we're going to leave the show now with some peace, peace love, love, good, good vibes, vibes, and positivity. All righty.